Extra Butter Podcast. What a pig, Dylan. What a pig. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, You're welcome. shit. All the credit. Uh, all the credit goes to my English teacher in uh, seventh grade. Really? Seventh grade was the best year of school of my entire oh, life, man. hands down. I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to waste it. Hold on. Uh, how's it going, guys? <laughs> Welcome to Extra Butter, your podcast for great conversation and great movies. This is Cam. <laughs> this is Dylan. And uh, we are talking The Outsiders. Yes. Uh, Dylan, you were getting into seventh grade being, I guess, the prime of your scholastic experience. Yeah, uh, everything else from there was just downhill. <laughs> with jagged rocks and and gators in a moat sure 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 we went on like eight field trips in seventh grade we did all kinds of fun stuff we did shakespeare plays we did movie days like Mm -hmm. i don't know what it was but that we had a great thing of teachers and then after that it was just ugly down really yeah freshman freshman and sophomore year were easily like two of the worst years of my entire life Everyone else was having such a great Why? time. Why? What, what oh, about? It was just bad. Just like it, bullying, or just like you felt like oh, this movie, an outsider. You know, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was just so bored with school. You couldn't take any extracurricular stuff till you hit like junior year. Very true. It was just yeah. like gross schoolwork, and yep, yep, yep. it's just depressing. I feel you, man. Yeah, yeah, because I yeah, you don't really get to take electives until. Nah, Until the fun's don't. almost over. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta prep you guys for college. This isn't gonna fly in college. Meanwhile, your instructor's over there grilling in his, you know, know his bathrobe. Like, sorry, I'm late, guys. I'm telling you, yeah. The minute you get to college and you realize that there's a mm-hmm. 15 second professor rule, mm-hmm. that was one of the weirdest things ever. Showing up to class and then us all waiting for the professor. And then mm-hmm. 10 minutes passes and then people are just walking away and you're like, where are you going? They're like, oh, if they're 15 minutes late, then they legally can't like That's assign homework. That's a rule rule? Well, I don't know about legally, but for our school and for most schools, apparently, it's like if you're if you show up to class and your professor is more more than 10 minutes late, they can't charge you for or they can't whatever for you not being there. 15 oh. minutes, they can't assign homework. They can't, you know take a test like it was literally just like you just walk away you get to just walk away from that class and there's so many times where that happened where we i'd wait i'd wait 10 minutes you see some people walk away i'd always wait 15 and then after the 15 they still didn't show up it was like all right so you just walked away and then usually you'd get like an email 30 minutes later from the professor like sorry guys i couldn't make it blah 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 like damn bro you couldn't tell me before hung over <laughs> yo send me a text yeah right like what's what's the deal but i think college was definitely in high school, like from a kid who took AP classes, they prepped you like college was going to be the most intense experience of your life. Yeah. And then you get there and then you have some professors that are like, bro, I don't care if you show up to any of my classes. I have mm-hmm. four tests. You need to pass them. I don't care what happens in between that time. And it's like, wow, this is really what adulting feels like then. huh? It's a, really it's a different ball game when yeah. you have to pay for it, because then it's like, screw up if you want to it cost me nothing yeah that's on it you cost you everything yeah, yeah that's on you bro you know what i mean like it's it's not yeah in high school you'll get the or teachers that care about you and like cameron i can't believe you didn't do your homework do you even care about your <laughs> life uh but in college it's like whatever bro just so we got four tests we got you know you you got the syllabus in the beginning of the year so follow that 
You should be all right. The slides, the slides are on the Google Drive. Exactly, slides yeah. on the Google Drive. You know, obviously, you have those students who like once the semester is about to end is when they hit the teacher up like any extra credit, anything I can, you know, I'm, I'm slack. Yeah, anything, I, anything, anything I can do to get that grade up, and you'll get like the couple assignments. But it took yeah. me freshman year to like because it was very it was shocking to me that I didn't have to go to class, so I obviously elected not to go. And then my first, whatever that is, midterm, I did decently, but like not that well. And I remember like giving, because even then, like, I don't know about you, but like, uh, it, like you're an adult. So like they didn't send home my grades. It wasn't like something, your, your parents obviously got your report cards every, when you're in high school. Yeah. They get them every quarter or whatever it is. Um, but in college, it was like, no, we don't send them home unless you okay them. We send them, you know, like it's it's not they don't legally go to your dorm so but i in the beginning of the year you had to like sign it off that your grades went to your house so my mom made me sign (laughs) so my grades went there and yeah they weren't awful but my mom was like i called and she was disappointed and i already knew at the time like you know my parents weren't doing very well financially so it was already kind of like a struggle for me to be there yeah so it was kind of the thing where I was like, all right, like if I'm gonna if I'm gonna be here and I'm gonna like be on their dime and you know, then I gotta I gotta do decently. You know what I mean? I gotta do well. Yeah, the I, mom guilt hurts more than being scolded. Yeah, exactly. I'm not like mad. I, I, I'm just disappointed. Well, it's, it's just yeah, exactly. Like it's it's one thing for your parents to yell at you because it just goes through one ear and out the other. But when you're met with like that quiet disappointment, that yep. like ah, okay, Cam, like it's just like ooh, okay, they real man. All right. <laughs> You know that closing scene in a sitcom where it's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what it is. It's a quiet disappointment. Yeah, no, I used to, exactly. I used to have teachers who like, yeah, they really seem to care in, in some mm. of those grades. Where I mean, middle school it was a lot less students, so it's easier to be more hands on. But I, right. I ended up having teachers like, like this specific English teacher, yeah, that she was like, she knew more about me personally where it was like yeah i know you i know you guys don't really got it like that so don't worry about the field trips just get your mother to sign this paper and don't worry about sending in money and i was like oh cool and i i think um we all had to read the outsiders it was one of the different books that was assigned you know how it is it's classic america it's always absolutely to kill a mockingbird something you know scarlet letter scarlet letter Um, kurt vonnegut stuff just depends certain things reach you and certain things you get if you do like extracurricular english or ap or different things like that but I remember her being like oh you're gonna like this one like specifically and I was like I don't know what that means a book because mm-hmm. <laughs> we were discussing on a previous podcast about like what was the first like book that really like settled with that you that, that you. really yeah. moved you yeah this one for me was it I I tore through it you know because you have to read along with the class so it's like you read a chapter a, a class come back next sure. day read a chapter I blew through it so everything was just reviewed to me every day yeah and at some point I had discovered that they made a movie version and I like tracked down the DVD and then I think I just begged her to play it. And <laughs> yeah, we we all gathered in the library, like the whole grade. It wasn't just like the class. Oh my God. I, I don't know what the, I think you it was convinced one of those, her to uh, get the whole grade. Dude, to the be whole the grade. That's I think it was one of the days like before like vacation or summer or something sure, like that where they don't have anything to do. Yeah. So we just got all into the library. The library had a big projector with a pull down screen. So they really did it right. In my opinion. And this was your first time watching it? 
No, I had already watched it, so okay, I was okay. I was doing that thing where you watch people watching it to see like do they like it as much yeah. and you get mad when they don't. Did and they? People Did... were they were in and out of it, and then everyone was there for the rumble at the end because it was just uh, brutal mud yeah, fight. Yeah, 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 and they yeah, were yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, all the, the yeah. all the dudes in that grade were like, yeah, look at that. Tom I would, Cruise. I would be exactly yeah. Tom Cruise been pulling his own stunts even back. Hey, here. bro, all of them honestly, but, you mm-hmm. know, they all were killing in that scene. This is a oh. stacked movie, like one of those Oscar baiting movies. It just has forty actors. And it's all these actors, like right as they're about to pass over or in the prime. Yep, it's an incredible list. You got Swayze there. Yep. We'd, I don't know if at this point he had already done Dirty Dancing and all that jazz. I don't I think. I think remember. this is kind of like at the beginning of a lot of these dudes. Like, I feel like it's like it's like watching uh, Freaks and Geeks. Like it's before yeah. all of them kind of became household names. You know what I mean? Going back on it, you can watch them now and be like, oh, but yeah, Matt Dillon, yep, uh, yep. Tom Cruise, C. Thomas Howell. Rob Lowe. But anyway, Rob Dylan, let's, let's, Macho. What, what's The Outsiders about, man? Let's, let's give people the... The Outsiders the came out in the 60s. It's a book by a woman called Essie Hinton. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the book film whatever it's suggested at the end of like the film that pony boy is actually writing the story that he's you know that you're given and it's very poetic in a way because she wrote it in in the book in the book it's like that i'm not exactly sure i don't exactly remember so in the book it's you're saying that like it's almost like like pony boy is giving giving the story called the outsiders I believe so, yeah. Wow. Kind of like a hobbit there and back again, kind of. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, gotcha. But okay. she indeed did write the book in high school and okay. it was published when she was 18, which is incredible. Wow, that's incredible. Like, yeah. It's nice to get that great of a start. She did go on and make other books, which did get adapted as features as well. Um, but The Outsiders is basically, how do you explain that? It's basically right? a story in like the. 50s 60s era where you'd have two different social classes kind of like a almost a romeo and juliet thing where jets and sharks baby yeah Yeah. jets and sharks you have the greasers and then you have what they call the socias which is just the the preppy you know rich kids and it's just kind of about a core group uh of just greaser guys and you know a bunch of them are actually way younger than you think over there smoking and doing crazy stuff but bro there's a <laughs> i don't mean to jump but there's no, one no, no, jump scene when uh i think it's pony boy and i forget the the the, the kid here with who has his hands in his pockets I'm forgetting oh, uh, the, Ralph uh, Macho. Ra- yeah, what's his name? Uh, Johnny, man. Johnny. Yeah, so Johnny. There's that scene where he's like in, he's at the house with his like brother because it's like they're it's like it's I feel I feel like they're like kids watching kids. It almost feels yeah. like it. And um he like leaves the house cuz they get into a fight and the socials are looking for them. Yep. But they have to stop for a smoke break. Yeah, and I was just like, bro, they are smoking so much in the, and like, every like, scene. They are smoking yeah. as they're at. And it's crazy. supposed to be like fourteen too. Yeah, as I'm saying, like it's just like <laughs> I, my head was like, are, are, maybe I'm reading the room wrong. Like they're older than I think they are. No, nah, they're supposed to be mad. Yeah, young. so and that's what I'm saying. Like it's like every scene they're like like chain smoking cigarettes. Even film in the is, same uh, thing, they just smoke a cigarette and then they climb to the top of this like monkey bar thing. And yeah. then Johnny asks for another cigarette. <laughs> like, oh, I found a bud on the ground. I'm like, bro, like, bro, you just had one, dog. Like, the boy is stressed out. <laughs> At 14, uh, bro, he's chasing. Uh, 
to spoil it, do or go through whatever the film, yeah, mostly centers around three brothers, uh, Dairy, uh, Soda Pop, and uh, Pony Boy. Pony Boy, very original names. Their parents had died, I believe, in a car crash or whatever. I think that's, yeah, I think that's, um, so they again, yeah, it's kind of kids raising kids, and it's a coming of age thing about you know what Pony Boy is gonna do and you know, the struggles they have financially and then whether or not they're going to split up, you know, he's going to go to a, you know, a group home or something. And in between this war between the Greases and the Sosas, uh, a Sos accidentally gets killed by Johnny, who's trying to kind of defend him and Pony Boy one night. And they go, you know, kind of on the run and on a hideout and it kind of spirals out from there. But to be honest, this is one of those film adaptations from a book that I always felt was like spot on. Like they didn't ah. really, they didn't really leave much of anything behind. And most of the scenes, I think, play and even dialogue wise, I feel are pound for pound. The the novel kind of impressive, yeah. Kind That's of that's pretty impressive. cool. So the only thing that you think is off is the fact that Pony Boy is it wrote the like in the book. I cannot remember, man. I think you're I right because I feel like. There's, when watching this movie, I, I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. I think I read this. No, oh, in school. You, yeah, because like just, have. just like, Most just like have. watching it, 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 everything was like this. This is vaguely familiar to me, <laughs> and I don't know why, and I don't know again. Like, and that's what's so interesting, right? Is like when you picked this movie, and then I watched it. I was like, man, I feel like this is vaguely familiar, which means I probably read it, but it didn't have the impact on me like it had on you. Yeah, for me, it's if if I did read it, then it was just like I read it for class. Which you read a book for class and you forget it in an instant. It's like ah, oh, I read that book, you know. Like I I read a Scarlet Letter. Yeah. If you ask me anything about the book, I'll be like, I guess that happens. I don't remember, <laughs> but I did read it because I had tests and shit on it and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's like for some reason this one didn't hit me like it hit you, it's, and that's uh, you know I mean, that's what's I, so interesting. It's this weirdly tragic thing that like. I feel there's always going to be certain, I don't know, books, movies, art, something that like, if it hits you at the right place at the right Mm. time, it could just stay with you. And then when you give that to someone else, if they're not really in that same kind of zone or if their situation is different, it may not really resonate. You know what I mean? Absolutely. This for me was, yeah, it was middle school. I was, yeah, as young as Pony Boy would have been. I was fascinated by the fact that like he had kind of gone on to become a writer. I put my hair just like him. No way. Out, yeah, man. I went but You out felt like to, a greaser. Oh, huh? bro. I tried to yeah. grow up really I grew up really long in middle school. I slicked it back. Like I had Dang. the I had the switchblade mustache comb. Bro, what are we talking about? We grew up in the 2000s. <laughs> not that you I were had a, a you were for I did real, not have Grace. a mustache, but I just used it for my hair. But I found it at like the video store. Does yeah. it just pop open? I dude, I used it so much, popped it open fifty thousand times, the hinge broke. But Damn. I was I kept it just like him because they all fix their hair yep, constantly, yep, yep. you know, kind of like Travolta and Did Greece. you chain Bro. eat candy cigarettes? Oh, I think I probably had some, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because there's a there's a scene in this where they go to the drive-in. You know, Diane Lane's character is there. Uh, Cherry. What's her name? Cherry. Yeah. Cherry. Yeah. And I was like, man, I was so fascinated from then on out with like different film aspects and going to like a drive-in. And I didn't get to go to one for years, but sure, sure. I would. I don't know. Just the concept of it seemed like so cool to me. Yeah. I don't know. It sunk in deep, man. I'm not sure how to explain that. Sometimes. No, I mean, I think that 
you you hit it on the on the nail on the head, dude. I think it's it's something that you read as a kid and you connected with Pony Boy in some way, shape, or form. You know, like it's you felt like whatever he was going through in that book, or yeah, obviously in this movie too. Like the the like this movie, watching it, and again, like feeling like I had read it or I experienced this media in some way, shape, or form. I do like recall this, like because the movie is really about like even Pony Boy just feels like like obviously the the greasers feel like outsiders from the socials because yeah. obviously there's a huge uh like wage gap in between them but also pony boy also feels like an outsider within the greasers yeah he's, he's very he, much uh the the black sheep of them right so it's almost like he doesn't fit in potential yeah no anywhere and this movie is more about like i think there's a part where like uh pony boy does like here like you know, you think that like the greasers have problems, the socials also have problems. Like everyone has problems. Yeah. We're more we're more alike than we are uh different. Um yeah. and I feel like this uh me watching this and trying to like wonder what it was like for you uh like uh, being so uh connected with this with this form piece of media. I felt like maybe at that time you did, maybe you did feel like an outsider in, you know, even in like your brotherly circle or your school circle, whatever, like maybe in that moment you were like, I just don't feel like I fit in with anybody right now. Like I'm still trying to figure myself out. I don't know if that's true. I could be. Oh, just, it's, uh, it's, it's always true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro. To this day. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> to this day. To this day. You know, the, the film's pretty unique because um, it was directed by Francis Ford Coppola, who did, yep. you know, Apocalypse Now, Godfathers, uh, etc. Legend. It was actually like a group of kids and their school teacher who like petitioned him, you know, had all these letters made up, whatnot, sent to him to like make the movie. And oh, wow. I guess he was, you know, kind of moved by it and went ahead and did it. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's one of those ones that you just don't remember him for because it's, you know, Godfather just overshadows yeah. everything. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Hold on. My dog is trying to kick down my door. <laughs> Holy cow. Hold on. Uh, you can hear Holy crap. Oh, my God. It was like <laughs> Jack Nicholson that. in The Shining, dude. It's what? Open the door. Open the door. Stop playing with me. Put the sandwich on the bread. Spread it. Spread it. Anywho, yeah, I feel like it, it in his filmography it gets super overshadowed, but it's um I found out something interesting the other day. The house from the film that Soda Pop and all of them are in. Yeah. They took that and made it into a museum. Like someone had bought the house and just tried to like do all this Kickstarter restoring stuff, and now you can actually go visit it. And That's I was cool. like, bro, I wanna go. But it's in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oh wow! Which okay. is dope because the book is set there in Oklahoma, so it's a nice like you know set yeah. there, filmed it there. It wasn't just like yeah, it was filmed on a back lot. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. There's definitely something about the film that feels ridiculously real because all the environments are just location shots. Exactly, part, it seems exactly. that way. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, th- I thought like just getting into the direction of Francis, like I feel like um, I was really. Uh, almost kind of blown away by how still impressive the filmmaking is yeah like i i really enjoyed um in that scene where johnny and um and pony boy where johnny uh like there's a there's a scene in this movie i'm sorry if you haven't seen it spoilers kill it um where the socias are attempting to drown pony boy pretty much 
like in a in a fountain yeah and you you see like the foreshadowing of like the pocket blade like coming out so you know like something's about to go down yeah and then uh johnny goes and like you know he's about to stab or something's about to happen and then you just see blood spill onto the frame and then the next scene it's like a bloody fountain and then people laying on the ground so you almost like don't know what happened and i thought that was such a cool like director cinematography moment where it was like oh that's pretty neat because you're still as an audience member going like wait what just happened like what 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 occurred here you know more like a yeah like an implied thing yeah exactly like it was just like like well on top of that too like you didn't like know who survived it for a second because you don't see him johnny do anything other than run up to the socias like did he kill more than one like what happened here you know I thought that was really cool. And then I thought the brilliance of Francis uh, in that fight scene making it rain, I thought was fucking Bro. brilliant, dude. Bro, brilliant. you get so jazzed up because the whole time it's like, you know, you hear that in like Greece. It's like, oh, they want to rumble. These guys want to rumble. But yeah. to get to the rumble and they're just like, yeah, there's 50 dudes staying around. It starts, uh, you know, thunder, lightning. Fighting in the starts. mud, dude. So Swayze looks like he's just been at the gym like day oh. and night. And then they just start beating the crap out of each other. It's a, it's a very manly thing of like you could beat each other up and then be like, yeah, we're cool now. Yeah. yeah it, it, you know I, what I mean? I just Don't even worry. Because so, back then, like if you watch like uh west side story or movies yeah like this. the dance fights yeah or just like the fighting seems so fake and i felt with his inclusion of rain it yeah. almost like distracted you from the fact that these punches weren't connecting yeah, yeah it was yeah, so yeah. visually like dang yo they going through it like people getting thrown on the ground like, like you know what i mean stuffed into the yeah because when you yeah. add all those elements you uh you dirty up the frame and then you can hide a lot of the you can hide the so mistakes much. yeah it was such a brilliant because I'm sure for him it was it was it was a pretty uh big taking to be like I have to film all these kids fighting like yeah. I have to make it look like the whole neighborhood is like we fighting the night you know <laughs> what I mean so it's like the the I just thought the minute it started raining I was like that this is brilliant that's a brilliant choice to do that <laughs> it's such a prideful thing too because the fight will solve nothing absolutely it won't not. make them it won't make this side rich that side nope. poor. it won't bring back the kid who died it's Cherry's just like, not coming back to this like nope. again like it's just like bro we, it's we all prank. about like a prideful thing about like yeah we whooped them you know what i mean this is my then they're gonna they're gonna talk about that like 10 years later they're gonna be on the porch rocking like oh remember when we whooped them <laughs> mm-hmm, them socials didn't know what what was coming but bro you were rude i actually i grabbed the book real quick so i could look up the end real quick i think mm. he's writing Ponyboy was writing like an essay for like English or like a. I wonder if the, the essay is called The Outsiders. I'm like just... he was writing something that was like a, a life experience kind of thing, I think. Got it. And, okay, then, okay, yeah. okay, okay. and then it's my favorite lines, which is when he's walking out of the movie theater, he says, I got, you know, only two things on my mind Paul Newman and a ride home. I want that like tattooed, framed something. It's so beautiful. He's you should watching get that uh, tattooed, man. He's watching The Hustler. I don't know if you've ever seen that with Paul Newman. No, I he's like a he's like a pool player and he's trying to challenge like a legendary player to a game. Oh wow, pretty good. I yeah, I I got I got a copy. I'm gonna I got a copy. Oh, I also have a VHS copy. So the outsiders will keep that, man. Yeah, I thought you were saying like for you. I was like, no, 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 no. I have one for you. Is what I are you sh- are you serious? Yeah, because I got two. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I accidentally bought two. 
like yeah. years ago when I didn't realize it. So I was like, oh, I came up with this other one. Nice, dude. Yeah, thanks, man. VHS baby. Collecting yeah. Oh, I got I got to show you what I got you. I got to show you what I got you. Show the I thought the I thought the light folks at home. I thought the light was bigger, but it's not as big as I thought it was going to be. Hold on. Oh, the uh, LED. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I saw the Steven one. It looks cool. Oh, my ears. You ready? Yeah, hit me up. Oh, my goodness, dude. That looks so legit. It's Bro. like an orangey amber light. Yeah, dude. Oh, dude, I got a perfect spot to put that, man. Really? Oh, yeah, because I'm trying to do the, you know, I was trying to do the little side thing with the VHS reviews. Yeah. I'm going to try to put some racks or like shelf things on the wall to kind of mimic the blockbuster racks. Yeah. Where you would grab a, like a copy. Yeah. Because then I could do like a short little piece where like I grab today's fine. Uh, that we're gonna talk I, got about. You, got you, got I can you. flank that with some other stuff. I can put that all. Hell yeah. God bless. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course, dude. Um, all right, back in it. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it would be an actual crime against humanity if we didn't pause for a moment and talk about the Spider Verse, baby. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Taking a break from again. Yeah, uh, we can talk more about it. But when it comes to Spider Verse, bro, <laughs> I I am I am at a loss for words at how amazing that movie was. Yeah, it's, I can't there's, even, only so many, there's only so many adjectives in the world. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, It's hard for me to put into words how beautifully it was made, how much I... I say this a lot, like, I I wish I was a kid. And, and for, in terms of, like, movies and representation, there's mm. a lot of things in the 90s that I will always miss, and I, I never want to take back growing up in the 90s. I think, again golden age of, of children's cinema but there's something about mm. seeing a movie like this and being like and seeing like a kid next to you who's seeing something like this and like this is going yeah. to be their thing yeah it's gonna That's be their, so cool yeah you know it's gonna I mean? be like, their rugrats movie man sure yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah like the way i felt leaving toby Maguire's spider-man yeah and me i remember me getting back to, like home to my apart like my parents my mom's apartment and like just flicking my wrists at walls and just <laughs> hoping something would come out you know what i mean yeah and then like as a kid like to see something that visually stunning the story was so well written there's so much inclusion from every race like it's it's beautiful it's beautifully done man like i god it's so cool that's so because, cool uh, we get applauded just for having you know a really good story like they stepped it up did a yeah. great get a great second act took so many things downhill so they could bring them back up but like that's just one thing and then you add right. in the fact that there's like 20 different spider people's universes that get shown off not just them themselves and each universe thing has a different art style with a different frame Absolutely. rate Absolutely. and then you add in all the the music the soundtrack they're always bumping which we have been like religiously playing oh had that like our uh, Spotify rap is screwed. 
it, oh, it's going to be our top artist is going to be Metro Boomin, and yeah. they're going to be like, "Explain this, Dylan." Uh, yeah, I, yo, I don't. Were can't. you there with Steven where Steven said he hates that song? He he doesn't <laughs> like the soundtrack. I was so confused, and then I yeah. remember he said that that he doesn't. He was like, "Oh, yeah. I like the first one more," and I was like, "What are you talking about, man? Sways on both soundtracks. We're good to yeah, go." Yeah, I, I I see what he's saying in the sense of like I. The soundtrack of the first one is so iconic, like having like Sunflower open and like there's so many like like iconic songs in that first one that I get what he's saying, but there's something so vibey about this one. It felt like Metro just kind of like was in a in a trance when he produced this. When he produced, <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it just yeah, it feels everything feels so like every song I listen to in this uh, in this soundtrack transports me to how i felt when i watched the movie yeah it, it definitely matches i think the story and the moods a little bit better this time yeah around. whereas like yeah. i i'm not debating that sunflower or what's up danger or whatever like weren't oh, great yeah. songs yeah but i can listen to those separate and not think about miles sometimes like like yes they're synonymous with the movie but like sunflower is a hit regardless of the movie because yeah, they got sunflower actually had the radio play yeah exactly like sunflower other ones didn't have yeah yeah so it's like regard like yes it is synonymous with the movie i'm not debating that but i feel like sunflower works whether it's in this movie or not facts uh self-love does not work unless it's a part of this soundtrack does that make sense yeah i don't think that movie i don't think that song does well without like me thinking about the movie yeah, because when you think about the song, you just think like, oh, yeah, it's Gwen Stacy and she's on her own and yeah, exactly. she's depressed and whatnot. And you couldn't just be bumping that at, at, at your cousin's barbecue or anything. Yeah, like it, just, you know it wouldn't, I mean? it wouldn't, uh, yeah, it, just, it carries that weight of like, yeah, you're thinking about the movie, you think about like, again, people talk about with Gwen Stacy's world, it feels like a mood ring. So you're just like, yeah, you're vibing, bro. Like, so, no. Oh. I did remember that. I thought that was so cool that yeah, the colors were always changing based yeah. on like, the emotion of like the people of the that were characters in it. In it. Yeah, exactly. Bro. Like, I, so, so it, I get what Steven's saying. Like, I totally understand that. Like, as a body of music, yes, yeah. I would agree that the first soundtrack is better. But I feel like this one just it feels like I whenever I listen to it, I'm transported back to watching that movie again. If that I think yeah, makes any and, sense, you know that's the mark of a truly great soundtrack whether right. or not it's whether or not it's score or songs it's like as you can think of any song from the guardians and immediately be like oh bro you remember that scene like Ooh, come and get your love you remember come that and get you your know love. And those are you know com- compiled songs from other people it's not even absolutely score yeah you know exactly i, mean? I when uh in uh, spoilers for um pretty much anything we talk about at this point spoilers for <laughs> guardians uh when they're in that for the last one when they're fighting and uh, earth wind and fires reasons comes on yeah i was like bro this is so dope <laughs> the reasons the re-. and they're like fighting dude i was like this is so brilliant bro I, <laughs> god man i i love a good soundtrack but who doesn't but like god, ah, i feel like gar there's always been there's been different movies that have stood out utilizing soundtracks that are like just you know compilations of different songs yeah, yeah 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 but guardians i think really showed people like how strong your film could still be without really using that much score and i think that's what makes the spider-man one so cool it's like yeah let's have people make these songs we'll put them in match the scenes and it'll be synonymous with our movie so it always feeds back into one another yep and uh, instead of just you know i mean when you make them for the film i think there's uh, something even more unique than just being like yeah let me play guns and roses you know because 
some films, you know, have used this song and, you know, 30 different movies have used this one exactly. popular Leonard Skinner song or something like that. There's something exactly. special about it being like, like, a, you know, the whole soundtrack is just crafted for it. Exactly. Yeah. You know what it, I mean? It's, it's a, like Guardians is a really good job at playing um, 80s music that like, they are very popular songs, but it just fits so well within that universe. Like I always think of like, the first one's great, obviously. Um, Come and get your love by Redbone. Yeah, child, things are gonna get easier. Um, uh, all those songs, but then like the Pina Colada song. Yeah, <laughs> but then you transition to two, and the yeah. opening song is Mr. Blue Sky. Oh, dude! And it's like that, and Hooked. little baby Groot like j- like jamming out, bro. And to me, it's like those that that stuff's like fantastic. And then, like you said, there are some movies that just utilize the same songs over and over again. So you're kind of like, all right, like I've, I've heard this before, so it doesn't feel unique to me as like, yeah, yeah the yeah. Spider-Man, like again, like with, with uh, Metro, like it's like, I, uh, it's like, it's like seeing when you watch like a Trolls movie and you, you hear just, yeah. like, I got this feeling like, you know, like it's like, all right, man, like, I don't know if I mess with this movie, but I mess with this song. I so mess I with this song. Yeah, like can't stop feeling rocks, man. <laughs> I don't know if I watched Despicable Me, but Happy was a great choice. Bro, what yeah. a stupidly infectious song <laughs> that just millions, dominated. Bro. Yeah, yeah. crazy, it just, bro. It just reminds me of the yeah. You don't got to go too hard for the soundtrack, Phil. It's it's just Tarzan. You, you know what I mean? Be... Like just going Dude, in, bro. Just absolutely dominated. I think that Curious George movie in 06 had its own soundtrack that Jack Johnson and a couple people yeah, did like yeah, for yeah. the film is phenomenal dude it's so great dude I'm telling you man you I, I could go on movie especially when it comes to like children's animation yeah there's so many like uh like again like I can go to Lion King and Elton John I can go to Oliver and Company with Billy and Joel like why should I worry has no reason to be that good it's a it's a movie about a cat and Billy yeah. just <laughs> like, come on, Billy, take me home, baby. Take me take home, me. Billy. Gee, bro. I, I'll tell you what, dude. I did not expect that. Like, my favorite pieces of the Spider movie would be the Spider Punk, dude. What a phenomenal Woo! character, man. You got Daniel in there voicing him, killing him, bro. And killing just like the that. Uh, the animation style of that, that punk punk rock, like you know, like it. Oh man. I, I was just gu- like just gushing over how amazing the animation was in that movie, and especially like mixing it. Like he's fighting a a paper. Yep. You know, like th- that takes so much time to animate. Like it's it's crazy. That's crazy, dude. It says something about spending like four years on the. Uh, I believe it on the Spider Man chase, and I was like, yeah, there's. Yeah, it's I a it. it's a movie that definitely forces you to rewatch it multiple times because it's yeah. such eye candy. There's so many things going on in the frames. Like, yeah, just, I have to know, ask, dude, did you insane. run into those audio problems that everyone was talking about? Because I did. I want to say yes, but honestly, everyone has that issue for some reason. Mm. Every time I've gone to the movies within the last like two years, everything yeah. is too low. It's never loud enough, and it's huh, really right. really annoying. Yeah, I, I, to be fair, I didn't think it was like a like I, I guess like they re, did a re they adjusted the levels and sent it back out, which yeah. is great. I'm great. I'm glad they did that. But when I watched the movie, I it, it felt low, like especially with like the opening scene with Gwen, I was like, I can't hear anything she's saying. But like, yeah. 
I thought it was just me. I was just like, I, I don't know. Like, it's something off with the 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 theater today. It's like something going on. Like, I didn't think it was like the cut. You know, like I like I think, and I think that's what's so interesting. Like working in a like the field of like entertainment, um, like working on narrative scenes in a video game. Yeah. There are moments where people would be like, oh, can someone check this out on a 4K monitor? And there's been moments where, like, uh, I work with this guy named Tim Keon who's really great with uh, lighting, and he only works with 4K monitors. But because of that, um, there have been issues where if someone's playing it on, like, a regular screen, which is what the majority of people, or I would assume a good majority of people, do not have 4K monitors. Hmm. So for them, it looks kind of off. Like, the lighting's not going to look the same for them. Yeah. And because of that, he has to look at it on a regular screen and on a 4K screen so that it's it looks good on both. Yeah. And I feel like maybe for them, it was like when they were editing, they were editing in a space where it did sound really great, but they weren't thinking about the average theater or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like if you're not seeing this in IMAX or I don't, I don't know how they edited it, but you know what I mean? Like it's like, that's what's so interesting to me that there's still like instances of that where people don't think about the everyday person going to see the movie in a standard theater. You know what I mean? Yeah. It reminds me of Daft Punk making that uh random access memory album yeah and they had that one song where like every time he spoke it was in a different mic from yep. a different time period and yep. they were like no one else but you guys is gonna know absolutely but each mic is based off the sound but you guys will because you're insane robots there's it- some audio file out there that's like got a heart on but for the rest of us it's yeah. like all right that sounds yeah i i understand the desire to make something more immersive and absolutely to make the audio be as cool as it could be but i already thought yeah for a while now that none of the theaters were loud enough and yeah. it's super super annoying because there's so many freaking people in there on the weekends oh everyone's gosh, got yeah. food it's so loud i refuse to go to diamond away. theaters nowadays bro it's i cannot bad, i cannot man. watch a movie i really want to see just hear a fork clanking on a plate like bro. Stinks, stinks. yeah <laughs> yeah like, bro you still eat spaghetti like that are we full <laughs> Jesus twist Christ. it twist it Yo, twist it and bite it dog what are we slurping for homie i think the any of the premium things like imax dolby whatever i think those yeah. are the only ones that are loud enough these days that yeah. i'm cool about and i'm like yeah we're having a good time otherwise everything else sucks in my opinion like yeah i want to just go up there and just you know because that's all it is up there it's a little dial i'm so telling you man at least on the ones i used to look at yeah that we had in the theater they were i'm sure like, you in, a, in a past life in a past life dylan was a film projector guy uh yeah you know i mean yeah it's like up there maybe. just running the films out here bro what you doing and i'm alternate alternate time. universe dylan yes yeah. alternate universe dylan is like you know running the film projector somewhere we uh we saw Doctor Strange, right? The mm, Multiverse Walters. of Madness. Yeah. And they, you know, went on this whole spiel in the movie about the fact that, like, um, your dreams are just the other multiverse versions of you doing yep. stuff. Yeah. And we were joking about it because we were all like, oh, that's funny because we're remembering, you know, certain dreams. And my brother came over and said, dude, I had this crazy dream with you last night. You were like all strung out and like raccoon eyes and you were just down in like the street sidewalk gutter and you were just mm. picking cigarette butts off the ground and just mm. ripping on them and i was like great pony boy i was like here. that wasn't a dream man i said that was the multiverse dylan but that dylan yeah, is like he is uh, he's he's stressed yeah <laughs> he took the outsiders way too far bro 
Anytime, anytime they uh, have a hard day, I'm like, yo, bro, I need a cigarette. And they're like, yo, take it easy. You're not that guy. Yeah, you're not that guy, man. It's a different you, bro. <laughs> that's a different you, that's man. A different he, you. Let's hope, let's hope uh, Multiverse Dylan just, let's hope it comes together for him. I think that's pretty interesting because there's so many moments in dreams where you'll see, like, let's say you're walking through a mall and you'll see like a, a perfume attendant. Mm-hmm. Quick perfume glance, sniper. Yeah, per, you know, quick glance. You you see this person. Hey, try some perfumes. No, thank you. You move on. But the but you you notice the person. Like you notice what they look like. And then yeah. later you have a dream and they're in it. But like as a prevalent person. Yeah, exactly. I'm always thought like that's such a weird thing our brains do. Like they take like a mental picture. Yeah. And become a character in our head. Like it's so like, weird. Because yeah, I've you know read it or had it said to me before that apparently you don't make up anything on your own in in your dreams that everything is at least somebody you've seen before and i'm always just like nah that's baloney because there's there's people like no way no way Mm, you know i think that's that to me isn't weird what's weird is when you have a dream and it's just like this girl you knew in third grade and then some dude you knew once who you worked at a gas station and then sure. they're both in there as prominent characters and, just like, yeah. and you haven't thought about them in 15 years and you're just like why do you know what that you're dreaming when you on? dream i i figured it out a few Dang. times to the point where like i was like bro you gotta wake up and then i woke up yeah for me it's like okay it's it's a lot like a freaking um inception right yeah. I feel like there's a moment in my dream where I'm like, my brain goes, there's no way that's happening. And then it's like, it's all of a sudden I'm like, I'm dreaming. Like, I just know I, am. it's like, yeah. my mom is like, I love you. And I'm like, no way. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's way too funny. I'm kidding. Go. I'm kidding. Uh, but yeah, no, I don't know. It's just like, yeah. Or like my, my dog is like talking to me or like, it's just like, what? Okay. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I've definitely had somewhere like, uh, I've noticed that I was dreaming or I just didn't like what was going on and it was scary and I didn't like it. So yeah. I would curl up into like a ball, like fetal ball and yeah. just like go to sleep and then going to sleep in the dream made me wake up in real life. And I was like, oh, cheat code. Cheat code. <laughs> I hacked this thing, bro. You have, do you ever have any recurring dreams as a kid? Any dreams that like... Oh, I was uh, deathly afraid of tornadoes. Let Whoa. me tell you, bro. We had we probably had two tornadoes in New Hampshire in the last 90 years. So mm-hmm. there was never a reason for me to be afraid of them. But for Did some you experience reason, was... either one of them? Or... Nope, never. Okay. <laughs> the only thing I experienced was Twister with Bill Movie Paxton. Twister, yeah. yeah. New, Which is excellent, by the way. Yeah. It's a guilt. It's definitely a guilty pleasure watch of mine. Yeah, no, never. But I used to have recurring dreams about like, I'd wake up as soon as it started, you know, getting you into, sucking you into the funnel, I'd wake up. Yeah. No I idea to, why. I used to have this reoccurring dream that Freddy Krueger was chasing me. Stop, dude. Mine's just a mine's funny yours is not what the yeah heck? What I, had a, I, to I used to had a I, used, I had this dream and i had it multiple times like maybe like like i would be i would be so afraid to go to sleep sometimes have but i had this dream that i was i was at like a block party hmm. and then like freddy krueger was at the block party but for some reason no one could see him but me oh goodness gracious so then i would like run away to the other side of the street i'll never because the dream would happen it happened the same way every time i'd run away to the side of the street and i'd see him coming towards me and i'd be telling people like yo it's freddy krueger and everyone would be like i'm at a block party (laughs) and then he'd walk over and then for some reason i'd always look for something to throw and it'd always be a pine cone 
and I throw it and it would do nothing because it's a pine cone. <laughs> and then I would run and the dream would always end with me running really, 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 or as fast as a dream will let you run. And then I would stop and turn around and he would be up in the tree looking at me oh. and I'd wake up every single time and it freaked me out every time. Dude, I don't know. Write, I, you need to write that down. That needs to be in like the remake, dude. Oh yeah, sure. I, I, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Right in pine cone scene. Pine I, and I'm a, even now, I'm upset that like my brain can think about anything other than a pine every time. Yeah, I remember waking up being like, bro, why can't it be something else, like a gun or something? Like, give me something, bro. It's a spatula, or, something from the something grill. that could just make him be like, ow. But no, throw a glizzy at Kruger. No, it's always I. What's a freaking pine gun, dude? <laughs> That's terrifying. Was that just because you had seen the film, or yeah, the first uh, scary movie that I remember watching that gave me nightmares was Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, I saw it's it terror. Like, it's yeah, I saw it with friends and um. I think the dream happened shortly after seeing that movie. And I, Freddy Krueger's always been my, the scariest horror villain for me because it's dreaming. So it's like yeah. the only thing, again, I think we talked about this before. I'm black. I'm not going to some <laughs> swimming sleepaway camp. I'm yeah. not, you know, like Michael Myers doesn't really do it for me because usually he, he, you know, kills people that are sleeping with, with, with women. And at the time I was like, I'm a nerd. I'm not doing that. Right. <laughs> so there's so I'm many. Safe. I'm yeah, there's so many villains that like I just would never like I never saw myself encountering. So I was just like, I'll never, I'm not too afraid of them. But with Freddy, it was like you just had to be living on a street and then dream. That was it. So yeah. it was to me, it was just like you just had to be existing. Right. Existing and, and trying to sleep, and which everyone oh. loves to do. And it's like, and he gets you. So that it he always was the scariest to me because it's like, bro, this like. You, you, you disrupted my sleep, baby. I just want to sleep, you know? <laughs> yeah, because eventually you die either way. Right. It's, it's yeah, exactly it's like, it's, like, you know, for Texas, Chainsaw Massacre, just don't go to Texas and like, you can't get you. But like with Freddy, it's like, you, eventually you got to sleep or you're going to die. Like, you can't just stay up forever. You know? Yeah. So, and the minute you're asleep, he's got you. Like, ah, oh, man, that sucks, dude. <laughs> Especially because it, it reaches a point in the film where like, you never know whether you're awake or asleep. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're like you're like sleeping while fully standing. So yep. then it's just terrifying because then he just uses you that, that time haunting. to mess with you. One, two, Freddy's coming. Yeah. You're, and the guy's fucking slapping himself. Wake up! Wake up! <laughs> you hear the screeching of the claws yep, on, like the, on the old rusty radiator or Come whatever on, boiler man. room he's in. Yeah. Come on, bro. Yeah, but I, I, for some reason bro. I had that dream for quite a while that that's yeah i don't mind i still count. remember it so vividly it's crazy like i yeah, still mine, remember it mine don't even count at this point no nah, no nah, that definitely counts it's, it's, it's the tornado's scary i was bad dude it's tornado's funny scary. it was funny because it wasn't even spurred by anything like at least you watched the movie and then it was scary yeah. i was like never near a tornado in my <laughs> life Oh my gosh, dude. I just got reminded from this outsider's clip that uh Francis's daughter Sophia, mm -hmm. who became a director herself actually, is yeah. in the movie. She's the girl that comes up and talks to them at the Dairy Queen. Oh. Which I fondly remember this scene because every time I see it, I'm just like starving because you know, they're over there like smashing out like barbecue burgers. You are a milkshake guy. Every time you've oh, gone out, you get, a, you get a milkshake. Yeah, you're a milkshake guy. I, wait, I have? I've done that with you all the time? Well, I just, I feel like the times that we have gone out to eat, 
you yeah. order milkshakes more than I've ever seen someone order a milkshake. <laughs> and and as, as there's no like judgment there at all. It's just one of those things where I'm just like, because most people just like, like you want dessert? Yeah. Nah, I'm straight. Nah. But Dylan's always like, Yo, y'all, give got, me a y'all, shake, y'all got shakes? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, that's that's cool. Like I, I, I uh, and uh, did you grow up with Dairy Queens near you? I only went to Dairy Queen when I moved to Florida. There was one, and it was like old looking, like the one. In oh, the nice! Film. And nice. it was like a couple towns over, and it was the only one for probably like two hours or something like that. That like, did you frequent it a lot? Like, you liked it? No, I think I'd been to it like once in my entire life up there. Oh, and really? That was it. it. You know what it is? Is that he, up there in New Hampshire? I swear, I never drank anything. I had like <laughs> one drink a, a day, right? Like a like a water, and that was it, or something. But yeah. here, because it's so ungodly hot, because we're living in a colorful, lawless swamp called Florida. Yep, yep. You have to drink constantly, or otherwise you were like, you just feel like dog water. You're you gonna be dehydrated. Headache, yeah, you be dehydrated. Yeah. So now that I'm here, I drink all the time. So I'm always just like, yo, let me get an iced chai. Let me go. Yeah. What's that? Is that a milkshake? Like, yo, pull over. Like, we just. I did the other day. I passed Dairy Queen and I was like, oh my gosh, is that a churro dipped ice cream cone? And I what? Yeah, me and Mark got them. I whipped into that parking lot, dude. They got yeah. churro dipped ice cream. It was cone like a there? churro seasoning. You know how they they take the cone and they dip it so you get like oh, I'm, I'm aware. I'm aware or whatever. Yeah, this one was like a churro cinnamon one. Oh, dude, it was delicious. Uh, that'd be a classic treat oh there it is there it is churro dip cone dude that's do yourself, crazy. Do yourself a you got it favor. you got it oh, it's, it's delicious yeah <laughs> i i went in i got that you eat it before you eat your food that's just america and yeah. uh yeah no nah, dq cracks me up because every single time i go i consistently forget that they do the uh thing with the blizzard turn it around they yeah. turn it around i get it when you go in person and you're just like you're 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 there you're inside you're, you're soaking in the dq vibe and yeah. they come up to you with it and they do it and you're just like it's the experience don't do that to me at the drive-thru because i'm it's trying so to put my weird, hands up bro. to yeah. grab it and they're like uh, uh, uh. and they don't just do it once they do it with each of it so if i had like three people in the car they're just like like that and turning it and dipping it and i was like yep. bro if you don't give me this cotton candy yeah, bro, blizzard it like it ain't that serious though <laughs> it Just is give on it yeah DQ, i don't know dq is kind of underrated in my opinion now that all these places like yeah. burger king have just gone down the fast food oh, bro, they're trash dude i'd rather trash. go there. i haven't been to dairy queen in a while and usually when i do go it's only for ice cream like i've never really had their food i can't really it's see not it. bad it's not really bad. All right. yeah I, some some of it's pretty good the chicken tenders are pretty good they got onion ring stuff if i'm gonna give a, a food recommendation and i feel bad if you don't live near one if mm-hmm. i'm giving a food burger recommendation for orlando or whatever yeah junior colombian burger oh it's one of the best spots in the world delicious dude it's one of they the put best like, spots in the world they put like three sauces on their burger and i'm a big sauce guy because i can't do dry sandwiches freaking pineapple pineapple green. sauce yeah bro that's really so and they gassed. sprinkle like potato chips on there yep 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 i have yep. found a sauce at the store that i thought was a barbecue sauce by jack daniels because mm-hmm. every time i go get a barbecue sauce i get a different one each time i just try everything yeah. Tastes like that pineapple sauce from it's Junior so Colombian Burger. I didn't yes. even know they got empanadas there. You've never had one of the empanadas? Not from there, no. Yes, bro. Get it. Getting a cheese empanada and mixing that stuff with um, with um, sauce. yeah, with like a pineapple. Like it, it's almost like a dessert empanada when you mix it with. It's like cheese with 
that sweet pineapple, bro, it's oh. so good, dude. Dude, I would turn this into a food podcast so quick. So fast, bro. <laughs> so fast. I used to get that. I used to get their hot yeah. dogs, but man, dude, so I've never had a hot dog from there. Do you get burgers? They put like most, yeah, they put like most of the same stuff on it though. It's it's literally, it's I don't know, yeah, it's this one. So you get pineapple sauce, pink sauce, ketchup, mayo, garlic, potatoes, mozzarella cheese, and it's like like a a a layer of fried mozzarella cheese, bro. And then uh, and then a beef frank, but you can exchange the beef frank for a chorizo. Are you you serious? Yeah. Stop lying. I've had it before. It's a big piece of chorizo, so like obviously you're gonna be full, but like it's yeah. good, bro. It's real. I will say now that everything's gotten so expensive, because Junior is not cheap, you it know, is you're not. not getting one dollar burgers. But if you're gonna go out and actually spend that money, you're gonna spend anyways doing like a meal or Chipotle yeah. or something. It's worth it. Go to Junior, bro. Yeah, it's worth. Do it. yourself a favor. These these places just tick me off like this. Five Guys, whatever, because it's never a combo. It's always do you oh want fries gosh. and fries are their own separate Extra. charge, yeah. and the drinks are also Extra. their own separate charge. And I was like, y'all are murdering my wallet. I will say though, Bur- uh, uh, Five Guys slept on shakes. Slept on. I don't think I've ever had a shake, bro. Slept. They got some like things that like are probably like ten trillion calories, but like it's like it's like you can ask for like 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 uh, the inside of a double stuffed Oreo. Yeah, in your shake. Yeah, it's just like which of course is like probably again eight thousand calories, but tastes so good, you know. And then malt. I love a good malt, bro. A malt. You do. See now, I don't really like the malt because we used to do it at the movie theater. You just pour a little scoop in there. Yep. And for some reason, the malt flavor just doesn't do it for me. So you don't do like Whoppers or any of those kind of candies. I used to, and then yeah, I love a good malt, bro. Malts are fire, dog. Whopper. I've had a good malt. What is the UK one that we got at the theater? It wasn't Whoppers. It was a different brand. And I can never remember the name of it. We had a oh, well, we did have burgers. Oh, Maltesers. Malte. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, it yeah. was a well, it was a Whopper, but it was like a UK version that I guess yeah. maybe it was cheaper for us to endorse, and it was Maltesers. And I could never be like, what is like why? Yeah. You know, it was like the difference between like red vines and Twizzlers. Yeah, exactly. Goodness yeah, gracious! Now we're looking at the Burger King menu. Well, because like, oh, we said Whopper, now, and I was like, now I'm, just, now I'm just starving. But Burger King's so trash, dog. Oh, man. It's not, you know, Burger King. It's so King, bad, I can't even look at the menu. It's not even, like, readily available on this site. Burger King, along with most of the other fast food places, used to be good before they got rebranded. Wendy's yeah, was on fire point. when they had the yellow packaging for everything. Mm-hmm. Burger King was dope when they had the kids on the Happy Meal. You remember um, the dude with, like, the flat stuff? You don't got to tell me about it. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, the, man. You got the Pokemon watches. You got the yep. old Pokemon cards. That's when Burger King food, I think, used to be delicious. Uh, McDonald's used to be better before they decided to make each of their stores look like a gray mausoleum from that Fairy Odd Parents episode where everything yep. was gray blobs. They took away all the fun and the color. I don't know what's going on. It's like they sucked the life on, out of bro. that place. Exactly. Like these toys used to go so fucking. Is that a fucking. That's the rocket oh, power. Uh, small soldiers. Like, come on, bro. Soldiers. I think that Taco Bell used yeah, to be a bit better. I still think some of it's good, but but when they had all the I can eat Taco Bell. Like a, Taco Bell isn't too bad for me. When they had them all looking like a fun cantina and the Chihuahua yeah. dog was still there. Did you get a Taco Bell? Yeah. Yep. Yep. God, oh, man. man. I miss these days, bro. That's the 
I would say the glory days, but I think every generation says that. But exactly. I, I always was feel bad back then. Yeah, I always feel bad, but I don't think y'all got toys like this. I'm gonna be real with you. You know what I mean? Like, no, not like that. They're real. gold Pokemon cars were like the coolest thing in the world, dude. Like, you pulled up with a Mew Gold Pokemon card, you were a pretty mm-hmm. cool kid. I thought they were real gold for a while Same. too, and I was just like, bro, these are so like, these are so cool, man. Eh. <laughs> you're looking at them right now you're like i want one right now man this man's got him in the thing with the label and the poke charizard mewtwo jigglypuff i can't see the ones the The day i go to like a yard sale and i find one just on its own in a a little bin it's mine yeah yeah instantly i've been waiting for a surprise acme to have one because i'm like if, if acme ever gets one i'm as long as they don't price it like insanely i'm it's it's oh the yeah the big comic store yeah there's no way these oh, things no, are that man. much really some of their prices are kind of oh, and acme yeah, yeah acme yeah, do this yeah. yeah i mean but to be fair very cool there but i, I get you <laughs> yeah yeah oh but anyway bro before we get to final thoughts man final thoughts on uh on the outsiders bro a, a, a great pick uh a movie that I think if you haven't seen, you should. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 definitely one of those that's like it's worth your investment in time. But anyway, before I say anything, final thoughts for you. I feel like it's a very slept on like coming of age movie. Sure. I think you get so many other movies that overshadow it, like you know, Breakfast Club, Ferris Bueller, Stand By Me. Yeah. You know, any of these films from that era too, I think they they outshine it in a lot of ways, which is a tragedy because it's a stacked cast. It's yeah. so fun seeing them at a young age. It's a very emotional story. It's it's very fun for some of the stuff like the rumble and whatnot are really crazy. Yeah. Um it's on gosh, I don't even want to say Max. It is on Max. That's why I watched yeah. it. It is on there. Now I forgot to tell you, Cam. I'm sorry I forgot about this. There actually is two versions of the movie because there's a version that's longer that they trimmed before they released it because they thought it was a little slower. And then there's oh. like a book. There's a version they call the complete novel. Uh-huh. It's not that much longer. And I think it was mostly just kind of like a little bit longer here, a song that they added to extend the scene. Mm-hmm. Nothing like groundbreaking, but uh, I was gonna say I have the 4K of it because I'm a weirdo. So which one did they have a max? I don't even know which one I watched. Oh no, I almost yeah. feel like it's the shorter one, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Maybe it didn't seem that long. It was like an hour and 30 minutes. So. Yeah, I don't even remember the difference between. If that. it's shorter than that, then dang, bro, they're really cutting a lot out. Yeah, exactly. That's a mini. That's a, like a mini. Like it's a school. It, that's a school movie at that point. If it's long. Less than 90 minutes? That's One class movie. period, baby. Yeah, exactly. That's a school movie right there, baby. <laughs> oh, um, boy. Yeah, final thoughts for me. It, yeah, it's, it's it, I I went into it thinking like, all right, you know, I'll check this out, see what it's like. And I, I left really entertained. I thought it was a really good movie. I thought the acting was really well done. It's kind of cool to see, again, like a, a young Tom Cruise, a young Rob Lowe, you know, rest in peace, Patrick Swayze. Like a lot of these actors that it just felt like you were seeing them in the obviously they're, they're all still fantastic actors but like you're seeing like a bunch of hungry young actors if that makes sense like they're all yeah. really trying to, to 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 prove something it feels like so it, yeah it, it was cool it was really cool to see Good i movie. love it if yeah. i can find an old photo of myself with my hair somewhat oh like yeah boys, you gotta, you gotta send I, will, it. I will resurrect it for you, you gotta send it you gotta I will resurrect it. it. In the meantime, please go see Spider-Man for a third oh my gosh, time. Yeah. And if you haven't seen it for a first time, on, then please, please then, go see then, it. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't even want to. Don't even listen to this first. So love, <laughs> he don't love himself. Kind of love me, tough me. <laughs> oh, Until boy. next time, man. It's been Cam. It's been Delon. It's been extra butter. Thank you so much for listening, and catch y'all next time, man. Good ciao. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.